So tonight, we want to talk about taking our place. Taking our place in prayer. How many of you know prayer authorizes heaven on earth? You know, a lot of people have the idea, well, you know, God can do whatever he wants to do, whenever he wants to do it. On one hand, that's true because God is sovereign. On the other hand, that God has sovereignly given man dominion. He's given us authority in the earth. Amen? You know, John Wesley said, he said, that it seems as if God is limited by our prayer life, that he can do nothing for humanity unless someone asks him to do so. Well, we find in Genesis 1.26, notice with me in that verse, it says, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them, who's that? Man, have dominion. So say with me, I am made in the image and likeness of God, and because I am born of God, I have been given dominion from my heavenly Father. Now what we do with that dominion really is up to us. We can have authority and not use it, or we can have authority and dominion and utilize it for God's purposes in the earth. You know, I thank God for Romans 5.17, which says, For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life through the one, the Lord Jesus Christ. But I think oftentimes the reigning in life aspect, especially in our quarters, has been limited just to reigning in life over sickness and disease, reigning in life over emotional disorders, reigning in life in our finances. And all those things are true, and they are as muy importante. Amen? Because there are things that belong to us in Christ Jesus. But I believe that the authority that God has given us is meant for much, much more than just our own needs. Authority in prayer for our families. Authority in prayer for our country. Authority in prayer for the Bay Area. Authority in prayer for the lawlessness that's running rampant right here in our own state. We're going to talk about some of those things. So say this to me. Thank God I have been given dominion. Amen. I like this quote. Joe Cack made this uh, quote. Joe's a great missionary in the city of Manila. I'm trying to get him to come in on his way back to Manila whenever he feels led to go back to Manila. He's been in Florida for a number of, of months now since the pandemic. But Joe's a very strong man of God, got a great ministry in Manila. And I was reading a couple of the things that he said about prayer, and I want to quote a couple of them. He said this, that prayer gives earthly license for heavenly involvement. And that, that prayer gives God a legal right and an invitation to move upon the earth. I like that. Then he went on to say, without someone praying on earth, there is no license for God and heaven to, God and heaven to get involved. So on one hand, we know that God is sovereign. We know that he can do what he wants to do, but he has chosen for us to pray and to invite him into our situations. Amen. Do you see that? Praise God. So that's part of having dominion. I want you to look now at Luke chapter 10. In Luke chapter 10, we look at a few verses here tonight. 
It says, after these things, the Lord appointed other 20 also, or 70 also, and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would come. And then we drop down to verse 8, and it says, in whatever city you enter and they receive you, eat such things that are set before you, verse 9, and heal the sick that are therein, and say unto them, I like this, the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. Notice the context of that. Healing the sick and the recovery of sickness and disease is part of the kingdom of God. Now notice in verse 17, and the 70 returned again with great joy. Well, why did they get so happy? Because they saw results. In other words, they acted upon what the master had told them and it brought great joy. And it should bring great joy. When his will is activated in our life and we see results, it brings great joy and it brings great glory to God. Now notice with me. And, and they said, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And I love Jesus' response here in verse 18. And he said to them, Guys, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. What Jesus, in essence, was saying is, You know what? Satan is not such a hot rod. <laughs> He's not what he used to be. Now, we know that he is a stripped, under our feet, eternally defeated foe, he is not just a loser, he is the loser. Amen. And so we see, and if we tracked it, you know, on through several scriptures tonight, we see that the master, when he rose from the dead, he said, all authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. And then he delegated that authority to us, the church, the body of Christ. And of course, in, math, in Luke chapter 10, verse 19, Right in that same set of scriptures, he said, Behold, I give unto you. Well, what did you give unto us, Jesus? I give unto you, what? Power, literally authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And let's read the rest of this together. You know, that's a good thing to say on a regular basis. Nothing shall by any means hurt me. No disease, no virus, no plague. Nobody's ugly words can't hurt me. Nobody can hurt me. Nobody can offend me. Now, why is that? Because I've determined that I'm unoffendable. If you're unoffendable, that means you can't be offended. But to be unoffendable, you need you need to make the quality decision <laughs> that you're just not going to be offended. Now, you'll have opportunities to be offended, but if you're unoffendable, guess what? You're going to pass the test. But it's a decision that we choose daily, and we can walk it out when the test comes. Can you say Amen. And so we see then that he's given us dominion over sin, over death, over sickness and disease, 
over any evil that may come our way. So the question is, what is authority? Well, simply put, authority is delegated power. And the value of our authority, amen, rests on the power that is behind that authority. Right? You know, the the value of this authority that God has given us, he's the one that gave it to us, and he's the one that backs us up. He himself is the power behind our authority. Glory to God. I mean, in the natural realm, you and I can't heal a gnat's wing. In the natural realm, we can't cast out demons. We're no match for devils. But oh, thank God, the greater one in us is. And the name above every name that he's given us, praise God, empowers us to go forth and exercise what he told us to do in Mark 16, and the Lord will work with us. The Lord will back us up. And he will confirm the word with what? With signs following. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And so the devil recognizes that authority and he's obliged to obey it when it is exercised. Amen. Brother Hagin said this many years ago. He said the believer that understands thoroughly the power of God that it's the power of God backing him, can exercise his authority and face the enemy fearlessly. And so let's take a look a little bit just right now at Ephesians uh, chapter 1, verses 18 through 23. And then we'll look at Ephesians 2, verse 1 and verses 5 through 6. And then I want to get into this lawlessness spirit that we want to rise up and take our place against tonight. Amen? But let's just remind ourselves that you and I have authority. Ephesians 1.18 says that the eyes of our understanding would be enlightened. That we may know three things. What is the hope of his calling? Number two, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And number three, what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? According to the working of his mighty power. Now notice this. Which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And what did he do? And set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places far above. Not just a little bit above, but far above all principality, all power, all might, all dominion, and every name that is named. Not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And hath put all things... Where? Under his feet. Under his feet, praise God. And gave him to be the head over all things. One translation says, for the benefit of the church. So he's the head of the body of Christ. We're the body. The feet are in the body. So when he was raised and you received Jesus, you were raised. He authorized you. And literally, we have authority to walk on top of serpents and scorpions. Amen. Amen. Then Ephesians 2, 1 says, And you hath he quickened together and made you who were dead in trespasses and sins. Amen. And then verse 5 and verse 6, read it with me. And has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. 
Notice verse 6. Is that verse 6? That is verse 6. So we've been raised up. We've been raised up. And uh, so what that means that we have joint seating with him. So if we have joint seating with him, let's take our seat. Let's not be ashamed because we haven't arrived yet. None of us have. But, you know, because he's seated us and given us authority, let's take our seat. Let's take our place. Let's not wait until we're perfect to exercise what he's given us. Amen? How many of you know we're all growing and we're all developing? But in order for us to see what he wants done, we've got to take our place. Simple, right? So thank God. Let's give him praise that we've been raised up. Hallelujah. Raised up. Raised up. Raised up. Raised up for such a time as this. He has not put all the things he's deposited on the inside of us to be wasted. We've come into the kingdom for such a time as this. Not to back down, not to back up, not to fear. But praise God to move up and take our place and take our position and pray with authority. And to God be all the glory. Hallelujah. Our best days are our best days are ahead of us. Amen. Best days. Best days are ahead. Praise God. And not only the best days are ahead, but this is the day that the Lord has made. What do you do in the day that the Lord has made? You do some rejoicing. Glory, glory, glory. Now, I don't know if you ever heard of this gentleman, but there was a man by the name of John Alexander Dowie, a powerful Scotsman, mightily used of God. And way, way back, he received a divine revelation of healing while ministering at, during the turn of the century in Australia. And so his ministry took him across the ocean, not one time, but his ministry took him across the ocean several times, and that was before they were flying. So he went across the ocean on a ship. And when he was crossing the ocean, he said that he encountered many, many storms. But listen to this. He said, every time a storm came up, he did what Jesus did. He rebuked the storm, and it always ceased. Well, we may never cross the ocean on a ship. Some of you may cross the ocean on a 747 or a DC-10 or whatever the case may be. When the flight gets a little rocky, fear not. (laughs) Take your position of faith. Amen. But here's what I got when I was thinking about tonight's message, a storm. And so there are spiritual storms that are happening right now all around us. There's the spiritual storm that we've all faced in this pandemic. Um, There's fear everywhere concerning that, not here and not in our lives, but really the whole much of the society in which we live and much of the atmosphere is just filled with fear. People are afraid. And really, this fear stems from the fear of death. You know, what's going to happen to me if I get this virus or whatever the case may be. 
So that's a storm. And, and thank God we're going through the storm. And we're going to the other side of the storm. And we're not waiting till we get to the other side. Praise God before we go to church. Now, I, I don't want to start meddling about that. I don't, don't want to do that. But, but anyway. Right? Praise the Lord. There, there's value in being in the storm and not falling apart. Something happens in these storms that develops us. It, 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 sometimes it, it hardens us, not to people, not to get a calloused heart and to become upset about anything and everything that comes down the road, but it hardens us to difficulties. And so as we are hardened to difficulties and we see that God is good anyhow. (laughs) he's, He's still there. He's still in the ship. It might be a little rocky, but he's good all the time. Hallelujah. And what happens sometimes when we get in these storms, we get experience. And these experiences that we face, if we'll just hold on to God, if we'll just trust Him, we're not, we're not perfect with our faith, but we're just going to lean on Him. We're not going to give up. We're not going to draw back. And it builds experience. But along with the experience, it builds character. It builds some stick to in our lives. It builds a don't quit attitude when things don't go our way. Hallelujah. So don't despise the storm. Nobody wants to get in a storm on purpose, but all of us have faced storms and will face storms. God is always there. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. You're my son. You're my daughter. I love you. And my hand is upon you. Just hold on to me. And together we'll go to the other side. Come on, let's raise our hands and give him praise. Glory to God. Praise God. Praise God. No, everything doesn't always go the way we want it. We know that. But if you'll just hold fast and you'll just be faithful when it's tough, you will experience the rewards of your faithfulness. We could say it from this perspective, payday will come. Whatever payday means, payday will come. Because the faithful man will always abound with the blessings of God. Oh, so God, we're not going to quit. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. These are the best days of our lives. How can you say that? Watch. These are the... (laughs) So anyway, 
So uh, another storm that we're facing is this storm of lawlessness. The storm of lawlessness. This another word for lawlessness is chaos, confusion, and disorder. Also anarchy. I'm not sure what anarchy means, but it falls in there somewhere. It's just no regard for the law. Just the brakes have come off. And no restraints. And people are out of control. And we are not going to bring it back into control by sending a social worker into a mob to try to talk them out of taking Nordstrom over. We're not going to see what we need to see by defunding the police. Right? I don't want to criticize anybody, but lawlessness comes from an evil spirit. Lawlessness comes from the spirit of Antichrist. And the only thing that's holding that back from him being revealed, the only thing that is the restraining force is the body of Christ. It's the light of the world. It's the salt of the earth. It is those who will take their place and say, you know what? Enough is enough. Because I serve a God that is more than enough. The Bible says, because of lawlessness, in one translation, money, Matthew 24, I think it's verse 12, because of lawlessness, the love of many shall wax cold. We cannot afford in this day and this hour for our hearts to grow cold toward the harvest that's on the outside of these walls. I yielded to a ton of lawlessness before I was born again. And if the Lord can do what he did for me, he can also bring some of those out of that and make them trophies of God's grace. So let's not grow cold. Let's Let's keep our spirit strong. Let's stay prayed up. Let's stay praised up. Let's stay worded up. And so shall we keep ourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Mm, Hallelujah. So this storm is there. Um, 2 Thessalonians 2, 7. Now this one is out of Young's translation. 2 Thessalonians 
It says, for the secret, secret of lawlessness does already work. In other words, Antichrist hasn't been revealed, but his spirit is all around us. Only he was keeping down will hinder till he may be out of the way. The Amplified Translation says, For the mystery of lawlessness, that hidden principle of rebellion against constituted authority is already at work in the world. Now here's here's what I've caught myself in. So I'll, I'll hang myself out before you. Here's what, I've, here's what I have done and what I have been corrected on. You see a lot of this thing happening and, you know, your heart just can't help but get stirred up. But I thought, hmm, man, that's terrible. That's awful. That's... And it is. But we need to go from the admission that this is awful and this is terrible and actually do something about it. In other words, just not talking about how bad it is, but talking to God about how good He is and what He can do in the midst of a bad situation and turn it around for the glory of God. Yeah, it's bad. Yes, it's terrible. But let's do something about it. Let's do something about it. Here's what Jesus said in Matthew 16. He said, Again, I say unto you that I've given you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Say it with me. Keys of the kingdom. Keys of authority. Keys give you access. Keys enable you to open some things, but also lock some things up. So I give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I will give you the keys of the kingdom, the Amplified says. Whatever you bind, declare to be improper and unlawful on earth must be what is already bound in heaven and whatever you loose, declare lawful on earth, must be what is already loosed in heaven. Hallelujah. And so we know these things are motivated by evil spirits. Again, man is not our enemy. Flesh and blood is not our enemy. We know who the enemy is. We've got keys. And we've got ability because we have authority. So let's stand to our feet. Pastor Tom, if you'd come, praise the Lord. Glory to God. And while he's coming, let's just say praise the Lord a few times. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, glory. Ha, ha, ma, kishe. Hallelujah. The other word I got as I was preparing, this is our territory. This is our territory. This is the time of the body of Christ. This is the time for the glorious church. And so we must rise up, take our place. 
The other thing the Lord gave me is this. There are forces arrayed against us. But I am raising up a prayer army who will take their place and put a stop on those things as we loose the forces of heaven. Hallelujah. Brenda, come on up here and help me out. PT, I know you're a prayer. Let's just start tuning up a little bit. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost a little bit. Just chin up a little bit. Go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh, Glory to God. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Devil's a liar. Ha ha. The keys, the keys. The keys, the keys, the keys. Hallelujah. Well, the devil lost his keys. Jesus snatched him from him. He's, what, where's my keys? The keys are now in your possession. Oh, let's praise him because we've got the keys. Hallelujah. Come on over here, sweetie. Glory to God. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Go ahead and lead out. Lead something out. Hallelujah. Can I, I'm going to read this one scripture real quick. Ephesians 6, 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, yeah. that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Having done all to stand, stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the blessed breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel yeah. of peace uh, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you may be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Uh, ha ha, I was reading that out of the Spirit-filled Bible Glory to God. Mm. And that word withstand, I, I won't say it right, but it's antihistami. And it l literally means this to cause to stand. The verb suggests vigorously opposing, yeah. bravely resisting, yeah. standing face to face yeah. against an advers adversary, yep. standing your ground yeah. so in the name of take Jesus our place. let's just we take a stand we take <laughs> a stand in Jesus name oh we thank you for our God given authority and we thank you for the weapons of our warfare they are not carnal but they are mighty glory be to God and we take 
the shield of faith. And we stand against the wiles of the devil that have been arrayed against our nation. And particularly here in our state, right here in the Bay Area, we stand and face to face, we vigorously oppose you, spirit of lawlessness. You shall not rule and reign. We won't let you in the name of Jesus. This is our territory. This is our domain. This is our and we territory. stand and we stand in faith. <laughs> we are not backing down. We're not giving you another inch. Oh, and we are not the ones that are on the defense. Oh, no. We're standing toe to toe. We're standing our ground. And you, devil, are the one that's going to have to turn around and run. We resist you in the name of Jesus and you do flee as in terror. You are the one that's going to flee as in terror because the church, the church, the church of the living God is rising up in authority <laughs> and having spoiled principalities and powers. Jesus made a show of you openly and we remind you of that. <laughs> You've been spoiled. Woo! So you gotta leave. You gotta flee in Jesus' name. And you gotta go and you gotta loose your hold over those people. Oh, yeah, we know, we know, we know there's kingpins that are, are heading all of this up, but we also know that there are those that are under that control, and it's those right now that we lift up and we cry out for. Oh, we come against that control of the enemy, and we cry by Sadeka. We pray that the light, the light of the glorious gospel would shine unto them and their hearts would be open and receptive to receive in Jesus name hallelujah there's, there's, hallelujah what i got what i got in my heart is these words the tide is turning that there's there's a there's a wave there's a wave of authority that's being exercised and there's a wave of glory that's going into our area right now there's just that, that, that wave of glory. I, I don't understand everything about it, but I believe that the tide is turning. Pastor Tom, go ahead and take that. Makalidi Semanaya. The divine flow. Oh, that's right. A mighty rushing flow. Already begun. Oh, and as we stand, Father, for our nation, and as we stand for our families, and our cities, and for the harvest which belongs to God, and 
that belongs to us, you said ask of me, and I will give you the heathen for your inheritance. Lord, we stand on the word of God. We take our place for the souls, for the families that are to come into the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name, we contend for that mighty flood of the Spirit of God. In Jesus' name, a mighty rushing wind breathe breathe upon our cities, breathe upon our states, breathe upon us, oh God. breathe upon our families, breathe upon your church, breathe upon your people, breathe upon the young, breathe upon the old, breathe upon, breathe upon, breathe upon the earth. Yes, yes, yes. Glory to God. Come on, just continue to pray in the Holy Ghost. Say, Glory to God. Ha ha ha. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. And this word, yet once more, things that are shaken, the removing of those things that are shaken and of those things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. The body of Christ is not going anywhere. There is a body in the earth today. There is a body in America today that is literally... They've put their stake in the ground. That stake is that stake is in the ground. That's that stake is in the ground. And the gates of hell will not prevail. We shall not be moved. We shall not be shaken. Because wherefore we have received a kingdom which cannot be moved. So let us have grace. Let us humble ourselves before God. Let us cry out to God for mercy. Let us repent where we need to repent. Let us have grace where we may serve God in this day and this hour acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Oh, everybody, put your stake in right now. Just do this. Put that stake. Put that stake in the ground. It'll not be moved. It'll not be shaken. Oh, we're like a tree. <laughs> we're planted by the... <laughs> That's right. You got your stake in the ground. We got our stake in the ground. Glory to God. Not backing down. We are not of those 
that draw back. We are those that believe to see the goodness of God in the midst of darkness. We believe to the saving of our soul, to the saving of our country, to the saving of our families. We are not backing off. Oh, let's give him some praise tonight. Oh, glory to God. We're not backing down. We're not backing down. We're not slowing down. We're not slowing up.